Hello, hello, hello. Today is, uh, what is today? <laughs> is today Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday, March 22nd, <laughs> 2023, episode number 292. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey. Post 300 shows, huh? Isn't it wild? 292. It's quite a record wow. for us. I know. I know. That's a lot of blabbing our mouths. Isn't it, though? Well, there's so much to talk about. My goodness. With all the distractions going on here with the Biden administration, knowing exactly how crooked they are to the core. Yeah, of course. So it's hump day, right? It's it's Kamala Harris day. I'm sure she's licking her chops, hoping that she's going to be able to step up to the plate any day now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what this <laughs> is about. <laughs> she's not even talking. She laughs at her talking now. She's Every so time Jello goes around a corner, she's like, boo! <laughs> I know. I know. We all just go, oh, no. I mean, and when she starts talking about how, you know, the yellow buses, I'm like, you know what? You belong on one, sweetheart. Oh, my God. Please. Don't even get me started. I know. It, it's, it's too painful. They're going to be yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're really green, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so painful. It really is, Kat. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just, it's like that, though, around here. I mean, every day it's something completely new. The characters that are involved really belong in some kind of book, not one that I would prefer oh. to read. But, yes, and today's show is Arrest Alvin Bragg. And that's what we decided to name it today. Because this man, what we are finding out about him, whoa. I mean, if you want to talk about a Soros puppet, that doesn't even begin to describe this clown. It doesn't even begin. But we're not the only ones that are calling for it. Rand Paul is calling for the arrest of New York District Attorney Alvin Bragg amidst the speculation surrounding former President Trump's potential indictment. Senator Rand Paul has called for the arrest. And he says a Trump indictment would be a disgusting abuse of power. The DA should be put in jail. He tweeted this out. But it's not only that. I mean, there are so many people that are calling for it now. Marjorie Taylor Greene, I heard, has just joined into that whole thing. No one is happy with oh, He's with a slime him. bomb. Oh, he is so Just bad. like Michael Cohen and, and Avenetti or some yes. of the – they're just like, if you look up slimy – lawyer um you know better call Saul yes a character he's exactly like that but uh a, a George Soros DA he's just slimy and I guarantee you everything he does is crooked I guarantee the skeleton in his closet if you opened his closet it'd be like just skeleton after skeleton after skeleton because they're always dirty when they act like this it's so true and and the thing about it is what we are learning about this group is just like nothing else. And it shouldn't surprise you that Soros has his hand in so many pies. And you've got Donald Trump, who is also calling for the arrest of Alvin Bragg instead of himself. I mean, the fact oh. that they would even do something like this is crazy. I mean, it's interesting. I said yesterday, if they pause it, you know, if they pause it or stop it and they don't convict him, at least by tomorrow, you know, something's going on behind the scenes. So what happened today? Boy, I called that one. Yes. They paused it. Yes. I mean, well, they can't, I mean, suddenly, they, they've got a real problem on their hands. I remember yesterday, I was just like, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they pause this thing 
or or delay it or something because it's a it's going to be the biggest backfire. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, they are going to make him Tupac. Oh, but I mean, just like just like Chris Rock said, I mean, he he he's going to turn into one of these uh, icon world icon figures if they try to jail him. Hey, man, the United States is trying to jail a former president over some bull crap. He's he's going to turn into a, a martyr. And, and his poll numbers are shooting up, and he's back on top, and the excitement about him again. And somebody in the Democrat Party, believe me, is going, whoa, 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 I thought this was going to be the nail in his coffin. we got to rethink this, delay it for a day, and let's think this over. That's what's going on. Oh, I think they're trying to figure out how they can get out of this whole thing now. Because the response to all of it, the groundswell of support for President Trump, the way that they have put national and world attention on President Trump and everybody is rooting for him. And you can feel the same excitement, the same energy. This is going to be Trump 2024 and nobody's even going to come close. There was no, no, I'm not saying there wasn't any energy because... Of course, the hardcore Trump supporters had energy, but across the nation, oh my there wasn't that kind of energy. And not just because it's Trump or, or for DeSantis or whatever, it's just because it's the primary season hadn't gotten going yet. But there wasn't a lot of energy in anybody's camp, Democrat, Republican. But all of a sudden, there's just huge energy. I think he's going to do a, um, maybe I'm wrong, but wasn't he going to do a, a, a rally in Waco, Texas Saturday? Yes, he's supposed to have a rally on in Texas. That thing's going to be big, man. Ooh, and you better be believe fired it. Up. Oh, let me tell you something. You know, for those for for people that are saying that it's not election season, you're wrong. They just woke up the entire it nation. It is yeah, now. It is now. <laughs> it wasn't. And we are we are Team Trump. There is no question mistake. about it. I'm so excited. Terrible mistake. Yes, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm so glad it happened. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I think it's they're going to get what they deserve. And now all of a sudden, it's forcing all of these rhinos that we've been talking about nonstop pick a side. Okay, no more of this fence running nonsense. You go ahead and you pick a side, and, and they are, and, and and they're gonna keep coming after him. And the more they keep coming after him, the more they're making him a sympathetic, a, synth- a sympathetic sure. person. Oh yeah, you know, and, and something that everybody's like didn't feel that way about him in the middle or whatever. They're making him that way, and um, I mean, they're gonna keep coming after him too, folks. If it ain't that weird Jean Carroll, whatever her name was, that said. Yeah, Addison, sex is <laughs> rape yeah. is sexy. You know that I complete mean, come lunatic. On. Or how oh, about yes. that lunatic from the grand jury that got her fifteen minutes? Oh, oh, wicked witch, yuck mouth. Oh my gosh, Remember wasn't that, that ridiculous? Wicked, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, yuck, the one that went around. The, the yuck mouth. Yes, witch. absolutely. The whole the whole thing has been a complete and total yeah. disaster for the left, and all it's that, doing is showing us how right we are and have been. I, I can't believe they let her go out and do. Of course, she was like doing the rounds, remember? And oh, then it was just yes. like, man, this looks so bad for them. And then all of a sudden, she just stopped it, and you hadn't heard from her since. Oh, they, yeah. I guarantee you, that judge reined her in and said, "What in the hell are you doing?" Oh boy, you want to talk about? I mean, the four person. She was so so out of her mind. Dumb as a stump. I know it. Uh, Emily um, Coors compl- was her name. Just so yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, and she's like got satanic stuff on her Facebook and witchcraft, and she says claims she's a real witch. I, I think so, she's. I think she's probably a Hillary Clinton supporter based on just yeah, what you just yeah. Described. You're supposed to be. <laughs> you're supposed to be biased to be the. I mean, think about it. 
She's the head juror, so she's the smartest one. Oh, God. Oh, my Wicked gosh. Witch. She Wicked was witch, yuck mouth. Frightening. Absolutely. For those of you that don't know who we're talking about, I'm going to go ahead and play you a little clip. Check it out. Did you personally want to hear from the former president? I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in, I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. Oh, now get on your broomstick and fly. (laughs) Fly! Fly! (laughs) Where are the monkeys? (laughs) Hey, uh, yeah, and, and you know. And that and that and that's supposed to be a, 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 a unbiased right. person. Sure. Oh, yes, I really wanted mm-hmm. to do it because I wanted to like I wanted to subpoena him. Wouldn't it be cool to subpoena him just so I could swear him in for the only reason? This is great. Oh yeah, this is totally not a, this is totally not a witch hunt. Oh my god. And, yeah, and then I can rob pentagram and do oh, my little no. rituals. Oh, God almighty. Goodness sakes, it's horrible, isn't it? An it actual really witch is. with a witch hunt. Yes. That's funny. Well it, well, it keeps on going, though. I mean, the whole thing is, like I said, when we have characters in this play, there are so many that you just, I mean, you, you just can't stop at one. Well, you've got Paul Sperry, who is reporting breaking news that anti-Trump DA Alvin Bragg's wife, Jamila Ponton, she has locked her Twitter page, changing her account status from open to protected for several years because Jay Ponton Bragg has railed against Trump and retweeted posts calling him a racist and advocating for his arrest. So it has been a non-stop situation. Well, there's so there's so much that is that is actually happening here, though. They get I mean, voted in by them stupid Democrats. Yes, uh, a rich complete complete morons in new york city mm-hmm. the, those you know the they're the, the ones that go to parties and pretend that, and they wear suits and ties and they do thirty five thousand dollar plate dinners and i mean the, the these are the uh you know these are these people are wicked and, and they'll and, and they'll say i'm running just to get trump that automatically should every court if you say if you're running for the da and you say I, my whole thing is i want i'm going to get him I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna look. I'm. I'm gonna look through everything he's got and find a crime. Uh, so you find a, you find a man you want to indict, then you go through his personal life to try to find a crime. Just to say that to to get elected, every single thing you do against him should be thrown up. If he was an honest judge, is thrown out. It's pre. It's prejudice. Gosh, you have you're absolutely right. I mean, there, there there's so many problems with this though now, and the more we're learning about it, the worse it gets. I'm just happy to see that there are some Republicans that are starting to rally around President Trump because they better and they know that they need to. You see Fox and the disappointing looks of woe when you see that the polls have oh, just God. absolutely turned into his favor. Look like it's a funeral. Oh, Fox and friends. Wasn't that ridiculous? Fox ain't Trump's friends. That's what we should call it. <laughs> Fox ain't Trump's friend. <laughs> That's a good one, Kat. That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. Here they are. Right, uh, but then maybe Atlanta comes forward, or maybe the Mar-a-Lago case goes forward, or what they're doing in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Uh, right now, Donald Trump is dominating the news cycle. According to the New York Post, he's loving it at Mar-a-Lago. He's saying hello to everyone, feeling like he's on top of the world, uh, looking forward to it because he sees the numbers. Maybe he saw the morning consult poll, which has him on top of Ron DeSantis, 54-26, but he also should know, too, it is similar 
time uh, when Obama was running against Hillary Clinton. She also had a 20-point lead, a similar time to uh, uh, led in That's 2016. That's not a primary, dummy. Jeb Bush and, and uh, right. Governor Walker were in the lead. It's really early. Well, well, oh, it's really It's a funeral at it's Fox. It's really early. Let's look back. <laughs> Eight years ago to Clinton, and then that's not a primary. Oh and no! And they're just, and they're just, oh God, they're just, they're just beside themselves with grief because Fox yeah. News is the big Mike Pence channel. Mm. No, definitely not. It's a funeral over there at Fox, and I think it is just wonderful. It's a day to celebrate here because let me tell you something right now. I am so happy that this is actually going on. It's exposing them all because there's so much news that's going to be surrounded. And one thing that I'm particularly happy about is that Soros's name is in the news finally. We can start talking about George Soros and all of his involvement, how many places he has his hands in different different places and he's using it. But this is a huge story. And when you start looking at the fact that you had Trump, New York Grand Jury Wednesday, they, they today, they canceled after a bombshell report that D.A. Bragg withheld evidence from the jury, some 600 pages worth from what I'm understanding here. This is huge. They're, I mean, they're, 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 they, this is the weaponization against your political opponents they've been doing it they've been using the fbi the doj they've yes. been using corrupt judges george yes. soros da's mm. and they just judge shop around the country till they find some worm that will screw everybody over and then they're in a district like new york it's always happens in san francisco la um, washington dc or uh chicago or new york that's the only places this stuff happens so they make sure they have the trials there they charge them there so they can go get these liberal judges like in in, in atlanta now too and they can get they can get that witch yuck mouth oh yucky mouth and put her in there and yeah. then ooh, ah yeah i just I, I don't know if he committed a crime but man i just wanted to I just wanted to subpoena him so I could actually read him his rights. I don't care about the crime. That's my point. That's what I want to do. My God, she should be thrown off the jury right then. Immediately. Are you kidding me? Immediately. But see, if they did that, then they would be confessing that the whole jury pool is completely tainted. So they can't. So they're stuck with her. And now we all have an idea, a picture in our head, of who's actually running the show over there. And it's not sitting well with the American people. It's not sitting well with anyone. This is a full-blown re re banana republic. And you, you've got a witch hunt that is going on. Why? Because they know that there is one man out there that can uncover all all of their crimes for all of America to see, and he will have them all arrested. He's going to root out the bureaucrats that have been keeping these. I mean, this is what happens when you've got a government like the United States and it, it, the way it's gotten so large and it's gotten so big and you have people moving from one position to another is that it is absolutely rotten to the core. They can speed up investigations and they can slow them down depending on and what side of the spectrum they're on they had the guy dead, dead to rot in the durham case and what do they do they do the same thing they always do yes. they pick a hand-picked jury selection they get a rotten judge they got a rotten da and they, they can like they always say you can indict a ham sandwich if you want to but what do they do in that case in the durham they let somebody whose daughter plays with his daughter on the same soccer team 
yes. of the guy that they're charging him oh, with. Yes. One of the juries was his buddy. I know. And then and the defense and, and the prosecution wanted it thrown out, and the judge said, "Nope, that's good. We're not going to let you have choices. You're going to put. We're going to put. You're going to put who I say put on there." Isn't so that judges amazing. like this and judges, you know, they're all appointed. Uh, some are elected, but a lot of judges are just appointed, and and this the and and they're so corrupt now. And and that's that's the infestation of the liberalism. I mean, they, I'm telling you, if 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 I was if I was 28 years old and a 24 year old wife, and we just had our first kid, and we had them in 2021, and they're about to go into, there is no way in hell in these days I would send them to a government school to do what mm -mm. to learn. I mean, got first of all, they'd be like, oh, he's a white kid, he's racist. Come here, little six year old. Let's talk about how much you're a racist piece of crap. That's on right. day one and how hey you're not you, let's talk about gay blow jobs and and, and rainbows and i mean my god oh, they're, 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 your, your kid has no chance in these government schools uh homeschool private school if you can afford it homeschool whatever it takes i mean jobs you got to work whatever you got to do whatever you got to do if your family can help if you can hire a cousin that's good at stuff like this whatever you can do to keep that kid the hell away from government schools is going to be, you know, it's going to be good for them. Believe me. Oh, and I hate when they true. say, well, all right, if they don't get their ass beat by a gang. Well, I mean, this there. is this is what's so sad. Okay, so if you're a white and you identify as this or that, and if you're this or that, then you're going to stand in this line. It's called segregation. Did yeah. they not learn anything at all throughout history? Are they? I mean, that's the problem. They're taking history out of classroom, so they, they don't know the history and how their it goal work. is to destroy your kid. That's and right. I'm not saying all teachers are bad. There's not no. but the government school system. Because I don't care who, what kind of teacher you are, you don't have a say-so. You think you have a say-so as a teacher? It's that damn teacher's union that they force all the oh, teachers boy. into. The, the, and, and it's just a big, giant, mafia, Democrat Party scams, uh, scam. Oh, absolutely. So they need to do completely away with the teacher's Democrats. union, in my opinion. They need to completely yeah. dismantle it. It does not but, need to be there at all. It yeah. doesn't. Well, that's the way unions are. They, they, they need to get rid of it completely. 100% You can like unions completely. or hate them, but I hate them personally mm -hmm. because a union a unions represents everything I'm against. And I've said this before on a show a long time ago, but I don't, I don't want to be a part of a group. I'm an individual. I'm an American. I'm an individual. You're an individual. Everybody listens an individual. Right. We all think different. We have different opinions. We have different ways we look at things. The last thing I want to do is get a job and have somebody that's been the union rep for 30 years i don't even know never heard of him in my life representing me and have and using his voice or her voice that is my voice now and if they say to strike i don't care if i'm like i'm in a financial crunch right now i got a strike because he said so or she said so that's the opposite of what i am i'll speak for myself i'll say what i want to say to the people who run the company and also i'm not going to sit here and cut my company down all the time with these people that get in these impacted northern unions i mean they go around wearing hats and say union this four five nine five and union shirts and union and they never say anything good about the company that puts food on their table that gives them a car a house puts their children through college they never have anything good to say about it Right. And I don't get that. Well, they, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And what usually happens in these unions all the time is the people have enough of it. They can't afford all these pensions. They can't afford all this stuff. And so they, they just wrap it up. 
and then they go overseas or they just say we've made our money we're closing the steel mill and if you want to know one of the reasons why we don't have any make anything in america anymore because they regulate these companies the unions tighten them up to where they can't make any money they demonize them and it ain't worth doing business gosh it's so true and the ones at the top make the most That's and then they the blame the billionaires certainly well can you blame them they're getting hit at all angles they just want to the, i mean imagine imagine running a company and you provide a thousand people with jobs not only do you apply a thousand or twelve hundred or two thousand people well now where your factory is you got all these little bars that pop up and stores and sandwich shops and motels and this and that that surround these huge uh, uh, manufacturing businesses of what a thousand three thousand workers mm -hmm. so all these people where they go out and have lunch where they go out and have dinner. So, I mean, that's how these big steel cities, that's how they were booming back in the old days. And when they go, everything dries up because that's the money. Well, that so, and everything is drying up because all of our manufacturing is going overseas. So people just, are with a stark yeah. and harsh reality. They all of, went to Mexico. They all went to China. They right. all went to Europe. You know, Europe. Anywhere mm -hmm. but the United States. That's right. Because the Democrat Party, they regulate the shit out of you. They demonize you. And call you, you know, this evil. They call you evil. They call you evil. And then your own employees are calling you evil. And, and they don't, and, and talking, everybody in the town's talking how evil you are. And you're supporting the whole city's future. I know. You know, it, it just, none of it makes any sense. That's why I don't like unions. And I, I, I know people love unions. I got people in my family swear up and down. And that's okay. We can have different opinions and not hate each other. But for me personally, I can't stand what they do to businesses. I don't want you represent me. I don't want much of money coming out of my account when I don't even have a say so. To be honest with you, you don't. You don't. You absolutely. You don't have a say so. Not. You don't even know. And if you don't take it, they call you a scab and run you over and act like they're in the mafia. I mean, it's just it's it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, they demonize them people, and and then there you got people like Liz Warren and AOC and all these stupid leftists all the time demonizing these. They're billionaires. What? Okay, they're providing 3,000 jobs, okay, right now. A whole city's worth of sandwich shops and, 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 and clothes and stuff like that. They're paying for all these people's lives, they, they, their whole lives, and they're all living good. They all got good salaries, and they're taking care of 3,000 people, and you're calling them. We need them. You know, they're greedy. They're greedy, greedy, greedy. Who's greedy? You work for government. You don't make nothing. You don't you don't do anything. We pay your salary out of our taxes. All you do is take, take, take. You're talking about greedy. You don't do anything. You don't create any jobs. You don't create any products. You don't create a chair. You don't create a table. You don't create oil out of the ground. You don't do nothing but sit up there and talk and, and, and scream at everybody on our tax dollar. You're talking about greedy. That's exactly right. And it that's all it's truly about. And that's the sad part because so many people, they just blindly lead, you know, are led by the Democrats and the Democrat Party. And they their parents voted for the Democrats. They've been Democrats all their lives. And all of a sudden, the Democrat Party is not that party that you grew up with. It is a party of the elite. 
it has changed. It is not the same party. And people on the left, yes, and people on the left are waking up to that fact. And this is just another cog in the wheel for the left, because let me tell you something, it's coming out. When you start looking at who has been behind all of this, you're starting to understand and see a pattern. So you've got Soros-funded DA Alvin Bragg, who was caught hiding nearly 600 pages of exculpatory evidence from a New York grand jury in the Trump case. This is just the beginning. No wonder they had to cancel today. No question they had to, because my goodness, this is a bad look. So here's where it gets even more interesting. You've got CNBC who are now admitting that they have financial ties to George Soros and that it's problematic. Oh, you think? (laughs) And and now they are now trying, attempting to help Soros-backed candidates distance themselves from the former Nazi collaborator. I mean, this is very real. You've got... Manhattan DA, they're even talking about CNBC. Alvin Bragg's ties to billionaire George Soros are not as close as Republicans claim. So here are some of these key things they're trying to cover. Key Republicans aim to discredit Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's expected indictment of former President Donald Trump by accusing him of being controlled by billionaire Democrat donor George Soros. An advisor for Soros, who is a longtime target for Republicans, told CNBC that Soros has never met or spoken to Alvin Bragg. Well, no, you don't have to meet someone to fund them. The criticism appears to stem from donations Soros and a nonprofit funded by him made to the national racial justice group Color of Change, which backed Bragg's DA campaign and later pressured him on a prosecution unrelated to Trump. Democrats and outside experts who have often described the attacks on Soros, who is Jewish and groups that receive donations from the bill from the billionaire as anti-Semitic. Okay, so you you've got all of this happening. Of course Soros has been behind all of this. He's been behind this, he's been behind all of these groups that you're learning about on Twitter files. Who do you think's been funding all of this stuff? Who do you think's been getting these people in these powerful positions? Who do you think has been coordinating with the lamestream media and every other platform? This is just another tool of the left and you're watching it play out. The problem is they don't have enough to charge President Trump with anything and, and, and uh, yeah they, they would have got him years ago if they had anything in any way yes absolutely but, this is just a stunt this is all of course it, it is they want they they want the 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 mug shot and they want him in handcuffs they mm-hmm. want him perp walk they want to see him, him, him fingerprinted and that's their that's their play if they don't care about the rule of law that being destroyed if no. this was happening to anybody else i'd say man this ain't good mm-hmm no, this is this is really bad for them. In fact, somebody by the name of Ted Cruz sums it up pretty well here about what this case is about. Because a lot of people are saying, what is this case even about? I don't even get it. Because there's a statute of limitations that has also run out and everything else. Check this out. Yeah, listen, the long and short of it is this indictment, if it comes this week, is absolutely outrageous. It is frivolous. 
It is baseless. It is a political persecution. It is not a prosecution. It is targeting Donald Trump because Alvin Bragg is a left-wing Democrat who hates Donald Trump. And legally, this case is, is absurd on its face. Now, it's all based on two New York statutes that concern business records, the kind of records you keep in your business. One makes it a misdemeanor to create a false or fraudulent business record. In this instance, what Bragg is trying to argue is that when Trump gave $130,000 to Michael Cohen, who allegedly paid it to Stormy Daniels as hush money, and he characterized that as legal fees, that that business record was false and bogus. Now, he's got a problem with that theory, which is under New York state law, that's only a misdemeanor. That has a two-year statute of limitations, so you can't even bring this claim now. So Bragg has a second thing he has to do, which he has to bootstrap that into a different New York statute, which makes it a felony if you create a false business record in the aid of commission of another crime. And presumably that other crime is some sort of federal elections commission violations. Now, the FEC refused to bring that case. The Department of Justice refused to bring that case. The Southern District of New York Department of Justice refused to bring that case. Bob Mueller and the Mueller investigation refused to bring that case. But Alvin Bragg is going to try to bring a case on a theory. You know, they tried it with John Edwards. Remember John Edwards, the Democrat senator who ran for president, had an affair and then gave hush money to his mistress. They tried to prosecute him on this theory. The case got thrown out of court. This is ridiculous, it is bogus, and it is pure partisan attack from a partisan DA. Gosh, there's no question about it. I mean, if you want to see what a witch hunt looks like, that's it. That's it. Did you see uh, Rand Paul destroy the Moderna CEO today? Oh, boy, wasn't that a great exchange? Absolutely. Caught him in lie after lie, man. Oh, boy. Come prepared. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, this is the thing. This is why they are focused on President Trump right now. Because of everything that's going on with COVID, did you see the fact that they're not even providing the last 50 pages? Everything has been redacted. This is like the craziest trial ever, this hearing. Senator Ron Johnson, he's talking about it. He's like, would you please furnish Congress with the unredacted emails? Here he is. By the way, we're down. You have produced 350 pages to us in the reading room. For over a year, we've been asking for the last 50 pages. This is what the 50 pages look like, okay? Nothing. Nothing. Now, again, I would argue congressional oversight should not be subject to the same redactions that were applied under FOIA request. I'm asking you, will you commit today to provide our oversight, and Senator Paul's on this now. Again, we had five members of Homeland Security Government Affairs under, under a law that says you shall provide this. Will you commit to provide us the last 50 pages of communication between Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, Jamie Farrar, as relates to the origin of the coronavirus? Will you commit to that? 
Senator, I absolutely will commit to make sure we follow up with you on your request to get some of that information. Again, this is this is <laughs> in compliance with the law that you receive the information. I I don't know what particular statute with regard to disclosure was applied here, but you are absolutely entitled to the information that by by law a member of the Senate or the House yeah, could get again, it's, follow it's, up. You're not complying with the law because you're redacting things, for example, under deliberate process between and within agencies and it's communication outside of the agencies with the Welcome Trust. Again, these redactions are not complying with the law. I mean, you want to talk about all the different things they want to distract you from right now? I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about World War Three. Do you have any clips of um, um, Rand Paul? Uh, oh, I've got, the whole, I've got the whole thing. I mean, I've got... Even if it's long, like five minutes, y'all should listen to him dismantling this guy because this is important. It was fanta- It was a fantastic exchange. They're all lying. These people belong in prison for what they've done. Absolutely. And and they should. Here, I can I can play it. It's that good. Um, yeah, play, let's play it and listen to it. Okay. Everybody should hear this. Here we go. Mr. Benzel, uh, Moderna recently paid NIH $400 million dollars. Do you believe it creates a conflict of interest for the government employees who are making money now off of the vaccine to also be dictating the policy about how many times we have to take the vaccine? Good morning, Senator. Uh, Indeed, we recently made, before Christmas last year, a $400 million payment to the NIH for uh, an old patent that they had developed, not related to COVID, but useful in the development of a COVID vaccine uh, to, to prevent for their work. Uh, it's for the U.S. government to assess how that money should be Do you think be used. it creates a conflict of interest for the same people deciding the policy of how often we have to take the vaccine to also be making money the more times we take the vaccine? Yes it, or no? This is for the government to decide. Senator. You have no opinion on whether or not it creates a conflict of interest. Is there a higher interest or a higher incidence of myocarditis among adolescent males 16 to 24 after taking your vaccine? So thank you for the question, Senator. First, let me say we care deeply about safety and we're working closely to, with the CDC and the FDA. To Pretty get... much a yes or no. Is there a higher incidence of myocarditis <laughs> among boys 16 to 24 after they take your vaccine? The data I've shown actually, I've seen, sorry, from the CDC actually shown that there's less myocarditis for people who get the vaccine versus who get COVID infection. You're, you're saying that for ages 16 to 24 among males who take the COVID vaccine, their risk of myocarditis is less than people who get the disease. That is my understanding. That sir. is not true. And I'd like to enter into the record six peer-reviewed papers from the Journal of Vaccine, the Annals of Medicine that say the complete opposite of what you say. I also spoke with your president just last week, and he readily acknowledged in private that, yes, there is an increased risk of myocarditis. The fact that you can't say it in public is quite disturbing. Do you think it's scientifically sound mm-hmm. to mandate three vaccines for adolescent boys? This is for the public health leaders to decide. Senator. You've been advocating for it. You've been interviewed, and you've been advocating for boosters. Do you know when the myocarditis is most common among these adolescent boys after the second dose? When I spoke with your president, he readily acknowledged in private, yeah, that maybe there ought to be a discussion whether we ought to have one vaccine versus two versus three. If 90% of the myocarditis comes after the second dose, why don't we have a rational discussion about one? Marty McCary, a physician from Johns Hopkins, has said exactly the same thing. It's been discussed, and yet we have this ridiculous notion from the CDC. 
So the CDC says, and I'll ask you this question. Let's start it as a question. Your 16-year-old's had COVID. Your 16-year-old gets better and now has recovered from COVID. You vaccinate them, and they get myocarditis. Are you going to give them two more vaccines? Your child, give them two more vaccines? I'm not a clinician. I would have to discuss. You have children. I do. Have you vaccinated your children? I have. How many times? Three or four times. Three or four times. The CDC Mm -hmm. recommends this, and, you know, you're obviously someone who's self-interested in the outcome here. But the CDC says that if your 15, 16-year-old gets COVID, recovers, takes a vaccine and gets myocarditis, is hospitalized with elevated heart enzymes, and is very sick, the CDC says as soon as he gets better, vaccinate him again. You know how many American parents think that that's a rational, reasonable thing to do? Do you know how many countries don't do this for children? Uh, Sweden doesn't offer the vaccine for kids under 12 unless they're at risk for severe disease. And I agree with that. I'm not saying never on any of this. I think it's a very reasonable position to say kids at risk or have some diseases that there may be a reason for vaccinating some children. Finland doesn't recommend it for under 12 months. Norway also. England as well. France, Poland, Germany, Switzerland, and all vaccinate 12 and up. So we got half the world who have looked at these studies. There's a study in Israel of thousands of patients, and yet you sit here and act as if you've never heard of myocarditis, and you don't think it's an increased risk for young adolescent males, when all of the studies who isolate out people by age have found that, yes, there's an increased risk after taking your vaccine. Pfizer, too, but worse with Moderna. There's an increased risk, Senator. I was comparing it to somebody who gets COVID. Well, that's also not true either. But there's an increased risk of getting it. But even when they compare it to the <laughs> disease, there are many papers out there who do, that do show that there's more of a risk of myocarditis after vaccination. So you have to weigh the risk and balances. And you are right. You're going to make less money because you're going to try. And they're already trying. The CDC's got it on their schedule. They're going to try to force all the kids in America to do this through school. But guess what? Parents aren't going to do it. They've seen that COVID is not deadly in children, and you're right. It's become less deadly over time. Your market's going down, so you aren't going to make as much money. I'm all for you making money in an honest way, but I don't like the idea that the people making the decisions in government are also receiving money and are now conflicted in their interest. Thank you, Senator Pulse. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, let me, let, let me, let, just like Biden, I'm not joking. Let me, let me tell you his tale to know he's lying. This guy is the CEO of Moderna and he's got a few kids and he don't know how many times he's been vaccinated bullshit Mm -hmm. three or four that's why he chuckled when he said it yeah three or four times I bet his kids haven't been nowhere near that vaccine nowhere near it Uh -uh. not you know how you if you got how many people out there with children don't know how many times their kids been vaccinated listen to me right now we got easily 50 60,000 people listen to the show how many of your kids you say okay Come in here, little Johnny. Yes, Daddy. Yes, Daddy. What do you want? Uh, little Johnny, um, how many times have you been vaccinated? I don't know. Uh, 12 times, Daddy. I mean, you, you, oh, my God. It's just you You don't know how many times your kid's been vaccinated? I know. Three or four times. That means he's lying. They're probably not vaccinated, and he's definitely lying because you would know. You're the CEO of Moderna. Exactly. I mean, you you better know how many times your kids, I mean, if there's anybody in the world that should know how many times their kids have been vaccinated, it's you and the CEO of Pfizer, you two people. 
Well, oh it's... God, these people. And he just lies and lies and lies and nothing happens. It doesn't matter if they're sworn in or not. All these people do is lie under oath. Well, Kat, I hate to do this to you because I know that your blood pressure is probably a little high at the moment, but here's the latest on that. Biden regime trying to arrange taxpayer-funded bailout of COVID vaccine maker Moderna. Former federal judge blasts move as misuse of the law. That's right. It's going to be us that bails these people out. If if it has anything for to what? do with the they Biden made $80 billion dollars, bail them out for what? Exact for the Biden regime. This is how they want things. So the, they have decided that Americans suffering from vaccine related injuries connected to Moderna COVID vaccine is not cruel enough. So now they want taxpayers to foot the bill for a major bailout of the pharmaceutical giant for what they've made billions they have made an incredible and an obscene amount of money but now the department of just us is what i like to refer to it as has intervened on an attempt to rescue moderna and put taxpayers on the hook all right. The United States attorney files us. Yes. At all. Exactly. If anything, it causes injury. Now, remember that we're talking about myocarditis. We're, we're talking about people that are falling out left and right. I mean, this latest one I saw, this weather girl, I've never seen anything quite like that in my life. I mean, look. She joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> you know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. Okay, so we got this problem they going on. When she put her when she put her <laughs> head down, they thought she was just going, "Oh my God!" And they're like, "Oh no!" Absolutely. I know. And of course, she come out. Oh, this has happened before. Sure, it has. Yeah, man. I I've been watching news all my life, and all of a sudden, everybody's falling out. Athletes. I mean, how many news reporters or people are comedians? Remember that comedian? That's right. That that, that crazy comedian. That That's was. It? Um, they thought it was a part of the act, so she almost died. She was up there making fun of people who didn't get the jab, and she passed out during the during the bit. I know of, of it. Making fun of, and so everybody, she said, "I've been vaccinated, and yeah, I'm fine." And then boom, and so everybody's like, "That would be funny," you know what I mean? If you're like, "I've been vaccinated, nothing's happened," and then you pass out. Right. So they thought it was a bit. Have you? Of I know you don't have that one. No, I know you don't have that one, but we'll get that one and play it. I mean, it is, it is, it's, it's been happening all the time. It's been happening, like you said, on the field. It's been happening on shows. It's been happening on stages and everything. Left else. and right. Yes, it's happening. Absolutely. I mean, it's it just. I mean, it's awful. Healthy people. You're 21 years old, an athlete, and you're dead. That's right. For what? That's right. This something is you. I mean, they they don't let. Uh, what's that guy's name? Novacek. Oh yeah. 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 They yeah. don't they won't let him in the United States still the the number one tennis player in history, Mel. And they won't they're not going to let him play US Open and whenever it is June, whenever it is. I guarantee you he's probably the most healthy person in the entire world who don't need a jab. That's I mean, it. I mean, my too. god, if he got and he's already had COVID too, by the way. Mhm. I mean, this is this is what this is what has been happening. Uh, it's all over the place, and and people have pretty much had enough. Well, this particular story is really interesting because you've got the two biotech companies who sued Moderna over infringement claims on six patents concerning the manufacture and the sale of Moderna's COVID nineteen vaccine. 
They want the federal court to award them monetary damages due to infringement of all of this. Yeah. Now, a highly respected former federal judge calls this a misuse of the law. So the Biden administration quietly inserted itself into a private patent infringement lawsuit two biotech companies filed against COVID-19 vaccine maker Moderna in a move experts said could establish a dangerous precedent. In a surprising filing last month, U.S. Attorney David Weiss issued a statement of interest. In the case and on behalf of the Department of Defense and Department of Health and Human Services, invoking a rarely used early 1900s law to argue that the federal government should take on any liability for patent infringement Moderna may be guilty of related to the development of its COVID-19 vaccine. I mean, anything for more money, more power for these people. Anything. Yeah, every time they do a shot, they they, they give the, uh, like he said, like um, that was just being stated there, so they're giving the U.S. government four hundred million dollars, right? A pop. So why would yeah the people yeah we we get another booster? It's four hundred million more dollars. Think about this. Okay, so Moderna, which received about ten billion in taxpayer money to produce its COVID nineteen <laughs> vaccine, and has since work. earned billions more in profits selling it, was sued in early twenty twenty two by Genevent Sciences and Arbutus Biopharma Corp., which accused Moderna of using technology they have patented in the, its vaccine. The two companies have asked a federal court in Delaware to award them damages for infringement. Now, remember, this, this virus came from a lab. They've been studying this stuff. They've been prepared with all these vaccines. I mean, when you think about the relationship these politicians, our government, et cetera, had with these pharmaceutical companies at the time. This is the whole a, thing was a scam. Oh, it whole, was absolutely not COVID. COVID, COVID was real. I think there was an actual COVID, but the whole re, uh, response, lockdowns, vaccine, miscount, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not uh, inflating the numbers, so ridiculous. The, and they tried to scare the hell out of the whole planet, and they did it. Oh, yeah, didn't scare me one bit. Oh. I never was worried for a second. I got it. Oh and, yeah. And I, I, and 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 I still wasn't worried, and I'm old. Well. But uh, so I, I don't I don't I don't understand uh, why anybody fell for this from the beginning. They're gonna come to okay. We're gonna come. We're gonna come lock you in your home, take all your rights away. And they were even saying then 99.8 percent survival rate. And I'm like what? Mm-hmm. So basically the same survival rate as the yearly flu, you're going to take away all of our rights. And then when they, when they kept businesses open, folks, the first day, it doesn't matter if Trump's in there, Fauci, DeSantis, Joe Biden, when they started opening liquor stores and closing churches and started all, and all, who, who was left open? All the billion dollar corporations. Who did they, who did they close? All the mom and pops. So you can go in Walmart, you're safe. You go in uh, Joe Schmo's pizzeria, you're dead. I mean, the whole thing was dumb and stupid. I knew it was fake when they started doing that. Now, seriously, if um, if if it's deadly, this deadly that nobody can even go to work, you shut down the whole economy, a thriving economy. I mean, Trump had this thing booming. You're going to shut down the economy, but you're going to keep liquor stores open? Give me a break. Yeah, no. 
Definitely, definitely not. And I do have the video of Heather McDonald. Um, and this is when she fainted on stage. It, it, here's the actual well, video this, of it. Listen to what she was saying, though. This is you talking about. I mean, I ain't gonna say karma because I don't like anybody to get hurt. But man, oh yeah, is well, it, it kind of is. <laughs> Here you go. I don't want to say it is, but it kind of is. <laughs> and then I say this, and then this happens. Okay, so we're gonna play. It. I'm happy uh, to trigger be here. warning. Yeah, I don't mean to brag. I don't care, but I want you to know. Double vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period. What? Yes. Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. <laughs> So nice, so nice. Boom! Somebody once told me the world. <laughs> I mean, come on. They thought it was part of the act. Uh, of course they did. Of course they That's did. The, that that she's she's sitting there making fun of it. You know, I am vaxxed. I got my period. And Jesus loves me, so she's she's making fun of everything. And then, bam! Boom. And here you go. I mean, now Americans really want to know the origin, the origin of COVID. And you've got all of this funny stuff that's going on. It appears that Joe Biden, even though he claimed at one point that he and uh, she were good old friends, according to him now, he's trying to kind of walk that back. It's it's bizarre behavior. Here it is. Spoken many times about how you have spent perhaps more time with President Xi than any other world leader. So is there going to become a time where you might call him old friend to old friend and ask him to open up China to the World Health Organization investigators who are trying to get to the bottom of COVID-19? Let's get something straight. We know each other well. We're not old friends. It's just pure business. Good to see you, Mr. President, and your good colleagues. Lord. Although it's not as good as a face-to-face -face meeting, I'm very happy to see my old friend. <laughs> They've been friends. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh! Man, he's did you know how out of breath he was? Yeah. Yep. God, he, he can is. barely talk. Well, he Look, can't talk. I played a video today. It's like three or four minutes long. But if you want to see this creep grabbing girls and stuff, oh, oh I saw it. It, it is so. Remind you who this guy is. This 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 guy Hedo is such Joe. a creep. Yep. Um, you ought to play this because this, this guy is such a creepy, groping pedophile. I swear to God. Oh, he you is. Do not, you do not invade young people's uh, space. You don't go up to strangers' children and rub their shoulders and rub their hair and tickle them and, and put your hands around their side and grab them and grab them by the face and bend over and sniff their hair and talk in their ear. You don't do this to people unless you're a pedophile. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yes. And that is exactly what he is. Good old pedo Joe. Here we go. An adult always has a position of power over a child. I am Anthony Zankis. I am an expert in the fields of sexual violence, family violence, and trauma. It's really hard to just look at somebody and say, that person's a predator. What you have to do is look at the behaviors and listen to the things that they say. We met before. It's Great. hard to forget those eyes. 
Look at those eyes. Look at them. Very clear warning signs are adults who ignore children's boundaries when it comes to touching, kissing, holding, or tickling. They will engage in those behaviors with the child and continue them despite the fact that a child squirms away or pulls away or voices any sort of discomfort verbally or non-verbally. Most adults take those cues and realize, oh, they don't want to be hugged or tickled right now and that's fine. Sex offenders and predators just plow right through it. Another is sexualizing a child by talking about dating or their bodies in a way that would not be appropriate for their age. How old are you, 17? Oh, six. You're turning 11. You're beautiful. Just remember, no dates to your 30. No dates to your 30 years old. In my field, we often say that child sex predators don't just groom children, they groom families and communities. Seeing these behaviors in an adult doesn't mean that adult is a predator or would ever harm a child. But what it does do is it sets that child up to grow up in a world where they view these violations of personal space as normal, and that's unacceptable. Everyone, regardless of their gender expression or age, deserves to walk through this world with their physical boundaries intact and not living in fear that they'll be violated. Offenders have depended on not only the silence of their victims, but our silence. If we allow children the permission to say no or speak up for them when they can't, we're going to go a long way in preventing so much harm. My goodness sakes. If you can't look at that video oh. of Joe, and I hope everybody was could watch it on the podcast where they can see the video, it is so disgusting to watch this guy what else can, what, he, he, there's no boundaries he'll do it to i mean they all recoil and he won't stop he will never stop no because that's who he is i mean and, he's, a, he's a predator and he's a predator meanwhile you have in court from the national file the u.s district court special master confirms project veritas action actually confirmed the Ashley Biden diary was legitimate. Uh, uh, we've been saying it. Of course Over it is. You think they're going, and, oh, but now it's in court. Yeah, it's different going, when yeah. we say it and then when it's actually in court. Well, when they raid them yes. and beat down their door to try to get it. Yes. It's real. It's fake. You think the FBI, they send their goons at the FBI, that's the Democrat exactly Party Brown right. Church? You think, they, you think they'd send them in to get one that's fake? Oh, my gosh. They they'd just say it's fake. Well, I mean, and, and let's, I mean, this is what I'm saying. This is why we need to talk about these stories. I mean, even though I, I love talking about how this is a great look for President Trump, my goodness, you've got this going on. Biden stated that the belongings were hers. This is a whole thread here. I'm actually going to drop this into chat so that you all can have it because you should. Um, so that you can pass this whole thing around. You know, it makes them crazy when they get caught in their own in their own stuff. But you've got this going on. Meanwhile, of course, on the other side, you've got the Epstein client list update. Gateway Pundit doggedly seeks unsealing of the sex client list at the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. That is going on simultaneously. Then you have witnessed history. All of a sudden, we have got an alliance between Russia and China. Okay, good old Joe leading us right into World War III. And you've got all of this going on. 
and they're weakening the dollar at the same time. I mean, the <laughs> it, it's one thing. This is a complete abomination of the United States. And guess what? They've been doing this for years. This has been in the this has been in the works. President but, Trump just hey, slowed them down. Hey, and, and Russia and China and Iran and they're all getting together. And what are they going to do? They're going they're going they're they're going for energy. They're oh. going for military might. They're going for uh, uh, crops and manufacturing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and what and what are we doing? We're getting together with Europe, and we're going to talk about the damn with climate Macron. change hoax. Right? Hoax. Aren't we all just such good uh, friends? Let's talk over about here. a hoax. That should help. Please. We're living in La La Land. We have no chance against these people if we don't wake the hell up. Oh, you got that right. I mean, you have got that right. There are so many stories right now, and it is all a distraction. You wonder why they're putting President Trump out there in the spotlight? Because they don't want themselves in the spotlight. That's why. That's the reason. And it's been coming for a long time. They knew this day was on its way, and here we are. I mean, when you look at the joint statement of Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping, it's huge. They have, Xi Jinping. Yes. Xi Jinping. You got to yes. practice it. A couple of times. times. I know. Um, but yes, it's a game changer. This whole entire situation here. And of course, President Trump, I mean, uh, you've got President Trump who said, hey, I would have never gone in this direction. I would have ended this immediately. He's the only one that's calling for for peace. And you've got all of this going on. I mean, wow. It's a game changer, all right, I'd say. But yeah, all well, this stuff is going on. One thing that Republicans, the slimeball Republican Party and the slimeball Democrat Party agree on in Washington, D.C. is never-ending wars. Oh, they yes. love that. The war machine, certainly. I mean, they are. this is all it's about. You get us out of one war— Put us in another one. They have conflicting statements, okay? They're like, Ukraine's going to win this war. Ukraine's going to win this war. They've been fighting a year, and Russia's not making much headway. Ukraine's going to win. Russia can't even beat Ukraine. They're a paper tiger. And in the next breath, if they do defeat, uh, (laughs) they're coming for Texas in three days if they defeat it. Halfway around the world, they're Mm -hmm. coming for Texas. So, I mean, they, they can't have it both ways. I mean, look at them. It's been a year and they can't defeat Ukraine. And then they're going to come take over the whole world. Give me a break. Yeah. Nothing to do with us. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. This is just absolutely frightening. But it is just more of the same. It is a complete and total distraction from what is going on. Everything with the Biden administration, the Obama administration, Hillary Clinton, you've got Soros, you've got all of the same names you've been hearing about for years, and now it's, the pot is boiling over. And, and we are going to be the casualties of this war. Absolutely, we will. And for people that think that we won't have something happen on this soul because they haven't seen it in their lifetime, I've got news for you. This is a whole new game that this is a whole new deck we're playing with now. Completely different than anything we've ever seen. And you've got Zelensky who's up there who's taunting everyone saying, oh yes, your sons and daughters are going to go to war. Of course. You notice he hadn't been in the press near as much lately? That's why. They're people burning out on him. I'm telling you, they they have little, they have their little groups, their little poll groups. Uh, And so it's just like all of a sudden he's not out there begging for money every five seconds because people are tired of seeing him. Well, at first they tried to bring in their minions, the Republican Party. They tried to bring in Lindsey Graham crackers, Mitch McConnell, um, all of those people. 
right? And they thought they were going to be able to do the trick. And they thought, okay, well, we'll get Republicans on our side. We'll send in our big guns. Those aren't our big guns, folks. Those are our weaklings. Those are Mitch our spineless. Mitch McConnell couldn't convince Nobody. peanut butter to get, a, get together with jelly and make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Absolutely couldn't. I mean, it's bad. It's really bad. And when you start talking about Ukraine, you've got, you've got bombshells all over the place. New bombshell uncovered. Joe Biden signed off on letter regarding Hunter's profiteering in Ukraine with Burisma. I mean, this is news we've been talking about for a long time. And, and people are starting to recognize how weak Joe is because he is weak and here we're headed into a war under his regime you've got a poll that says 72 percent they say that Joe Biden's America is headed in the wrong direction oh you think what do we all have to end up on the street homeless before people really wake up and recognize that they are completely bankrupting America complete I mean I, I don't know what to say to these people anymore I'm going are, are you seriously that oblivious to what's actually happening in this country? I mean, you've got the the Fed that just raised the interest rates 25 basis points amid the banking crisis. They just did it again today? Yep, just now. Certainly. There he is. 0.25%. They always wait right when the stock market's going to close. Yeah, the stock market's down 531. There it is. That's right. And on that good note, the show's up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we end the show. Yeah. Say goodbye to your four hundred one Ks. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we, we always say we're going on a good note. It's all. I know. We, we we well. <laughs> I think it's good in the fact that we do have people that are waking up to this whole thing, and they really are. And I applaud them for opening up their minds. I don't know why it has to take them getting punched in the gut, but. Sometimes it does. It has to affect them personally before they actually get involved and they start to recognize what's happening in this country. So we've got a few people to thank really quick. I want to thank Lisa M. Sykes. We've got Brian Bonham. We have Jennifer Bether. We have Melissa W. Wilsey. We have, or Wiles. We have Jeffrey K. Yevkak. I'm not sure if I said that right. Susan Robbins. We have uh, Paula Willis. Winkle Stink gave sub gift to Billiam0401 over there on Twitch. Thank you for that. A Corbs, we have sec, uh, C78. We have Miss Squad, uh, Squatty. We have Sod and Daisies. We have Silent Night. We have C Douglas. We have Barb Naylor. We have A Corbs. We have Silent Night. We have Dennis, uh, Denise Velarde. And we have KCF Falcon. Casey Falcon, and we have Spencer Dogs 9576. Thank you all so much for your donations. Wow. We appreciate it. Yes. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for helping keeping the show going and, and everything going on over here. We really appreciate you. We appreciate the Littermates so much and everything that you do to keep the the everyone to subscribe and getting the word out on the show. We would not do this show if it wasn't for you. So we appreciate you. Be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later. Bye.